Terry, let's learn to walk in faith today. Amen. Build ourselves up in faith. Build ourselves up on our most holy faith. It's already there, isn't it? On our most holy faith. We already got it as believers. We just want to grow in this. We got to grow in it. We've all been given the measure of faith. It's how we use it. We have to learn to grow and rely upon what God has already given us through the Holy Spirit. This is going to be awesome. I'm so excited about what we've been talking about and teaching on. New creation living inside of us, the very Spirit of God. And now we walk that out by faith. And it's also we can be set free. Set free from that old way of thinking. Luke 4.18. Yes, <laughs> setting the captive free. Wow. We have this sound mind now that's in us. The Word of God is so encouraging. We have power and authority now over demonic influences in our lives. Let's walk in faith. I was told once that a good way to help you get into Scripture is put yourself into it. And I've flipped back here to uh, Luke 4.18, and it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. It's upon me. Because He, God, has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Who, me? In my flesh? No. In the Spirit of God that's in me? Yes. And that's what we're going to talk about today, building ourselves up, strengthening ourselves. We're not building the Spirit. We're building our thinking. Renewing the mind. Renewing our mind. That's what's exciting, to understand that people that are held captive now, their minds can be set free. The way we can do this is by building ourselves up in our most holy faith. And the word holy, let's think about what that truly means. It means we are set apart by the Holy Spirit of God to build our faith up. And I love the book of Jude. And I think this is where we're going to start our teaching today, Terry. Jude, starting with the 16th verse to verse 21. And we'll just read it all the way through, and then we'll discuss it. You may want to read it from your Amplified to give a better explanation of this. And Jude is trying to encourage the church because they're coming under a great attack from the world and also from inside the church because these folks are not walking in the Spirit of God. They're being led by ungodly spirits to influence the church, to tear the church down. And Jude is instructing them to build themselves up in what they have living within them. He's warning them of this this ungodliness that will show up in people, and it will manifest and grow like a cancer. It's just a trick of the devil to, to get you distracted. We need to fight. We need to do battle, Terry, don't we? Always. We need to do battle in the spiritual realm. This is why we have the Holy Spirit within us. Verse 16. These are grumblers, complainers, walking according to their own lust. And they mouth great swelling words, flattering people to gain advantage. They're not walking by the Spirit of God, are they? If you back up a couple of verses, they're walking to the way of Cain and Balaam and Korah. They're being led by an ungodly spirit. That's it. 
trying to influence and corrupt the church. They're caring for themselves. They're clouds without water, carried along by winds, and autumn trees without fruit, doubly dead, uprooted. This is the spirit that he's addressing here. And the reason he's addressing this ungodly spirit is because this will put people into captivity. People think that by satisfying the lust of the flesh, by satisfying their desires, that they're set free. But in reality, they're held captive to those things, aren't they, Terry? Sure. They haven't renewed their mind. They're still living out of the old flesh realm. We're talking about believers here now who are born again, have the Spirit of God living inside of them. But they forgot what they were taught. Or they never were taught. Correctly. Yes. And Jude's bringing to mind this spiritual battle, if you want to say it that way. The force of evil versus the force of good. Uh, the old way of, of Cain, uh, of Korah. But Satan is always behind that. Let me say this. He's defeated. He's not under every rock. We're not afraid of him. We have the power of God in us now. And we're doing this by faith. All he's trying to do is harass the church. To make the church think that they are helpless and have no power. And Jude is wanting to reinforce this. Yes. Go ahead and read that, because it's so good, Mitch. Verse 17. But you, beloved, remember the words which were spoken before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. How they told you that there would be mockers in the last time who would walk according to their own ungodly lust. These are sensual persons who cause divisions not having the spirit. These are the ones who cause divisions. They're worldly-minded, devoid of the Spirit. I'm glad you explained what sensual means. It's worldly. It's foolishness. And just worldly-minded. Yes, worldly-minded. That means they're led by an ungodly spirit. Demonic influences. I don't know. You, you could be worldly, and whether you have a lot or you have little. Be jealous and envious, or or you just want more all the time. It doesn't matter. You're worldly minded, and that's what he was he was describing earlier. They have these ungodly lust, devoid of the spirit. These are sensual persons, worldly persons, mm. who cause divisions, not having the spirit, not having the Holy Spirit, not recognizing. Not discerning the good and evil. And he's saying, you have the Holy Spirit living within you so you can discern good and evil. Verse 20. But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. We need to build ourselves up in our most holy faith. And he's going on to say this. Verse 21. Keeping yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Keep yourselves in the love of God, the understanding of God. You're not devoid of that Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit. We're not like these worldly-minded people, devoid of the Holy Spirit and destitute. They're held captive by the world, that worldly spirit. And he's saying, we now are set free. We were prisoners. 
But now we've been set free. Man. So build yourselves up. Believing. Believing in what you read. And believing, I am set free. My mind is set free. The circumstances of life that have come against me for years, I am set free from this. I can now renew my mind. I do not have to dwell upon the past and the things that have happened to me. I can renew my mind in the love of God, understanding God loves me. I have received the Holy Spirit from God, so I can now have victory. You know, we've been set free. I was just thinking, it's like if two prisoners were in in a jail cell and the governor pardons them, sets them free, and one of them says, oh, I don't know about this. I'm going to stay here in my cell. But the other one, he gets up and walks out the door. They've both been set free. But who's walking in that forgiveness now, that that power, that authority that's been given to him? He can go do whatever a free man would do. But the guy sitting back in the cell, he isn't building himself up. He isn't believing that he's been set free. He's still being influenced by his old way of thinking. No power in the past, and I still need to sit in this jail cell. God is saying... In your mind, you are no longer in a jail cell. You are set free. Now get up, walk out by the power that has been given to you by the Holy Spirit, knowing that I have victory now. I can walk by faith and my mind can be set free. I no longer need to meditate upon the things of the past. So in this scenario, let's go back to this. This is pretty good. See if we can develop this a little more. They've both been pardoned. The door is unlocked, but it's not open. But they've been told it's unlocked. They're free to go. One says, I don't believe it. This isn't true. This can't be happening. The other one says, I'm pushing out of here. They said I can go. He walks out the door, and the other guy's just sitting there. I can't believe this. I just can't believe it. By faith, he just goes, doesn't he? The first guy. (laughs) The first guy leaves. He's walking in belief. That's what we're trying to teach here. Walk in that belief. Walk in that spirit of God that's in you. Walk in this power. We all have it. You can stay locked in the cell wondering if it'll work for you. But you you got to get up. You got to move towards it. You got to renew your mind. You get to. You're free. I, I just love that. That's I think that's pretty good. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. That's how you strengthen yourself. You get up. You exercise. Come on. Let's exercise this faith. We've all been given the measure of faith. We've all been set free. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's walk in that power. It's not our old way of thinking. It's our new way of thinking. Wow. I have the power and authority of my creator God. That's exciting. Dump the old way of thinking, and you just renew your mind, begin to move in that. And we're all going to be in this process for a long time, and that's what even makes it more exciting. But we want people to take a baby step. Yes, get started. Push the door open. We want people to realize, I no longer have to stay in my current condition. They can move today forward, can't they, Terry? (laughs) Yeah, it's set free. (laughs) They can move today forward. 
no matter your circumstances of life, no matter where you're at spiritually. If you're not born again, the Holy Spirit will touch you right now to where you'll say, I want to change. I want something different. And the moment you accept this, realizing I need God, I need a relationship, I'm tired of my old ways, I'm tired of my sinful behavior, I'm tired of being held captive by the ungodly spirit. The moment you do that, you have the Holy Spirit of God within you, you've taken the first step. And now you want to take another step and believe, I'm going to renew my mind to what now lives within me, this power and authority, this love that lives within me, the fruit of the Spirit. I can have a sound mind. So it doesn't matter what happened to me 30 seconds ago. My mind can be renewed by faith, building myself up by faith and believing. This is done on an individual basis. It's one-on-one, you and the Holy Spirit. You're pressing into the Word of God, the knowledge that He's provided for us in the Word. You're renewing your mind. You're beginning to walk in the power and the authority. You have a new way of thinking. Let's go back to the prisoner one more time. He's walked out the door. He's left his buddy behind. He's still in unbelief back there. But now the the guy that's set free, he's walking the streets And he hears a siren. A police car comes flying up behind, screeches up to a halt right beside him. And he goes, "Uh uh-oh, something's not right here. And the policeman jumps out of the car and he runs the other side of the street. (laughs) He's after somebody else. And he suddenly remembers, oh, yes, I'm pardoned. I'm set free. I can keep going now. I can go out and do all these things that I couldn't do when I was held captive. He was held captive by fear, wasn't he? Oh, yes. And now he's recognizing, I'm no longer held captive by fear. So this will give him a sound mind, will it not? Yes. And realizing, I am set free. And now, love is going to begin to manifest in his life. And the more love manifests in your life, the more you're set free. That's why 2 Timothy 2 tells us in verse 7, he hasn't given us that spirit of fear, but one of power and of love and of a sound mind. That's it. And we just strengthen ourselves with those words. Staying focused on those words. The love of God is now in me. The love of God can flow out of me. If we can just get a little glimpse of this, Terry, that God wants our minds set free because he knows and he knew that we were in captivity by the lies of Satan, by the demonic harassment, and now we can be set free from all this by building ourselves up in our most holy faith, believing and trusting and what God has provided for us. Believing that the Word of God is true. That's how He sets us free. That's how we exercise our faith, by learning the Word of God. By reading it, getting it down into this unrenewed mind that was left behind when we got born again by the Spirit of God. We have no problem believing the lie of the devil, do we? That I'm held captive. 
because that's what's holding you captive. So why can't we believe the other that we're set free by the power of God and well, the truth? The one you pay attention to and dwell upon are the ones that's going to become more real to you. So if you're dwelling on the wrong thing, that's what's going to manifest itself. So what are we supposed to be dwelling on? What are we supposed to be building ourselves up on? But our most holy faith. And the most holy faith is God's word. This is why we, we study the Word, isn't it, Terry? Sure. We study the Word, we meditate upon the Word, and we're growing and understanding what we now have, this power that lives within us. Then I can believe that I have power and authority over my circumstances of life if I listen to the Holy Spirit. Mitchell, we're trying to get people to begin to understand what's all going on in their lives now as born-again believers. And we've been talking a lot about the Word. Let me just read some more what the Word says about itself. In 2 Timothy 3.16, All Scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness. Verse 17, So that the man of God may be adequate equipped for every good work that's what we want to do we want to read the word be equipped so that we can do the good work of god that's in us and this is truth this is truth this is the truth we want to meditate upon because this truth is what's going to set us free and it's the truth you know that sets you free you got to know it. And you have to have faith in what you're reading. The reason people still keep themselves in bondage, the reason that man's still in the prison cell, is because he's not believing the truth. He's still meditating upon the lies. Yeah, he's sitting there saying, this can't be true. This can't be true. But it's true. And this is what Satan is doing to individuals whose minds are held captive to depression, anxiety, fear, all those things that are negative. They're going on in your head, in your mind, and you're not believing. You think you have no hope. You think you have no escape. Satan is lying to you. The truth is, you can be set free. Start meditating upon those things that are true. This is what will set your mind free. You've been set free in the spirit. Now set your mind free. Because going back to Luke 4.18, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me to preach the gospel to release the captives. You've been set free. Just renew your mind to what you've been set free from. The lies, the deceit, the harassment of the devil. Do not meditate upon things that have happened to you in the past. This is what we do, isn't it, Terry? We meditate upon those things, and we start feeling sorry for ourselves. Woe is me. Life didn't deal me a good hand. And the more you meditate upon those things, it continues to tear you down emotionally, physically. And what the Lord is telling us, if we have faith and meditate upon His Word, building ourselves up, and our most holy faith by reading the Word, 
by trusting in Him, having confidence in God's Word, so we'll be set free in our minds. I know there's people that are held captive, and the Lord wants their minds to be set free. And the Holy Spirit is going to move upon them right now and set their minds free. He's going to release them from prison because they've been held for so many years in prison through life circumstances from the lies of the devil, from the demonic influences that work through individuals. But God loves you. He loves all of us and wants to set us free. Just trust in Him and believe the key to your cell in your mind has been unlocked and you now can walk out. Just trust in the power of the Holy Spirit that you're set free. Trust in God's Word. Knowing God's here to set us free. He wants the best for us. We need to get past the lies of the devil, don't we? Yes. Believe that He loved us. Loved us so much, He sent His only begotten Son and died for us. There's just so much. There's so much proof. As you begin to walk in it, that Spirit of God, in that power, it presents itself. It shows up in the supernatural realm. Things begin to change in your life because you're trusting in Him, having faith in Him, having faith in the finished work of the cross that provides us everything. Terry, the Lord wants to stress also here, a lot of folks that are held captive to things they have done themselves. Turn to Romans 8.1. The Lord wants you to understand that you are forgiven for whatever you may have done. You feel there's no hope that you've committed the ultimate sin that has separated you from the love of God. But that's not true. That's a lie. The key to your cell has been unlocked to set you free. And we have Scripture that will set you free right now. And it's Romans 8.1. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free, made you free from the law of sin and death, has no more power over you. We no longer have the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Mm-hmm.